Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. So sit back and get ready as we preview all the hard-hitting action in high school, college, and pro football. Now with all the information here on Football Friday Live, it's your host, the Fox Man, Jeremy Fox. Welcome to another edition of Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. I'm your host, the Fox Man, Jeremy Fox, and it's hard to believe, but it is... The final week of the regular season, week number nine of the Iowa High School football season as teams make that final push to make the playoffs or the end of the season on a good note. We'll take a look at tonight's high school football games across the state of Iowa and who has or who can win district titles after tonight's football game. Also look at the college football games involving the Iowa schools, National Football League Week 7 and the Canadian Football League Week 19 games this weekend. We'll start by taking a look at Thursday night's game, which saw the Bentendorf Bulldogs taking on down potential in Class 4A District Number 5 action. Of course, the winner of this game would decide basically who would win the district title. If Bentendorf win, then we'd have a Bentendorf uh, matchup there to win the district title. If Devonport Central won the game, they could force a three-way tie. It was a scoreless first quarter between Bentendorf and Devonport Central. The Bulldogs, though, scored first on a four-yard touchdown run by Austin Kaler, his 14th rushing touchdown of the season. Central then fumbled on the kickoff. Bentdorf recovered at the Blue Devil 24-yard line. Bentdorf scored again on an eight-yard touchdown run by Kaler, with 57 left in the second quarter. Bentdorf makes it a 21-0 lead with 112 left in the second quarter after a two-yard touchdown run by Carter Bell. After a interesting start to the third quarter, neither team was really able to do anything with the ball early in the third quarter. Bendorf tried to go for it on fourth down and one with 103 left in the third quarter, was sacked, so turnover on downs essential. Bendorf still led after three quarters of play. They then forced a punt by Central, but could not do anything with the ball again and gave it back to Central on their own 30-yard line with 6.47 left in the ballgame. DeAndre Womack hits Israel Taylor with a 40-yard halfback pass for Central to get them in Bendorf territory. Central capped off the drive with a three-yard touchdown run by Womack with 4.15 left in the fourth quarter. Bentdorf then responded with a 20-yard touchdown run by Kaler with 55 seconds left in the fourth quarter to win the ballgame 28-7. So Bentdorf finished the season out of 5-0 in District 5 play and 8-1 on the season. Downport Central dropped to 3-2 in District play and at 4-5 on the year. Bentdorf has clinched the District 5 at championships, so the District 5 championship will go to the Bentendorf Bulldogs as they have now clinched the District 5 title in Class 4A football. Now let's take a look at tonight's game in Class 4A football. We'll start in District number 1 play tonight. In District 1 play, this District 1, District 1 title has pretty much been locked up into play because it's Dowling Catholic that's going to take the district title here in District number 1. But the other team's still trying to find for a chance to make the playoffs, and that includes a long list of teams like Ankeny, Sioux City East, and even Des Moines Lincoln could throw their stuff in there, but they're very rarely going to make the playoffs. I think it's between Ankeny and Sioux City East that could decide that final or could decide a team that gets into an RPI. But we go to District number 1 play in 
the first matchup on district number one play. It is going to be a matchup at Elwood Olsen Stadium in Sioux City tonight. Uh, and it'll be between the Aikney Hawks and the Sioux City East Black Raiders. The Aikney Hawks coming at 3-1 and one in district play, 4-4 four and four on the year. Sioux City East is 3-1 and one on the season and 5-3 and three on the year. Ankeny is hot in district play since losing to Dowling Kendrick in the district opener, having outscored the last three opponents by a combined 160-21. to The Hawks still have a chance to make the playoffs if they go on the road and get the win. Chase Bauer and Cade Boyd will be the keys to the Ankeny's chance of winning. The Black Raiders bounce back with a win at Des Moines Lincoln 42-32 last week, and with a win, put them in a good spot to making the playoffs. But for them, it's Nate Zizeda and Alex Kleider that will have to get going for the Black Raiders. So the Ankeny Hawks at 3-1 three, three and one on the district, 4-4 four and four in the year, will be at the Sioux City East Black Raiders who are 3-1 and 5-3 and and in Elwood Olsen Stadium in Sioux City tonight. Also in Class 4A, District Number 1, it's a matchup between the south side and the northwest side of the Des Moines City School System and it'll be the Des Moines Lincoln Rail Splitters. At 1-3, and 3-5, three, three and five, traveling to face off the Hoover Huskies. At Cara Macri and Stadium in Des Moines, the Hoover Huskies are 0-4 in district play and 1-7 and on the year. Des Moines Lincoln has struggled since defeating Sister North in the district opener, but a large part was because the team was plagued with injuries. Most of those players returned last week, but they still fell short. Caden Sturm is back to control the offense that needs to get going both in the air and on the ground. Des Moines Hoover only has one win against Des Moines North, is looking to avoid going windless in district play. The Huskies are led by second pass, best passer in Class 4A football, Jared Fisher, with 2,342 yards. That's 116 for 315. is 52.7% completion rate, 15 touchdowns to 17 interceptions. And you can bet he's hoping to have a great game at home for the sophomore quarterback. It'll be the Lincoln Rail Splitters of Des Moines Lincoln at 1-3, and 3-5, and five, taking on the Hoover Huskies from Des Moines Hoover High School at 0-4 and 1-7 and and at Cara Macron Stadium in Des Moines in Class 4A District 1 play. And the final game in Class 1A District number 1 play, it'll be in Class 4A District 1 play, will be the Cincinnati Stars at 1-3 and three and at 2-6, and six, and they're taking on the 5th-ranked Dowling Catholic Maroons who are 4-0 and 6-2 oh and and on the year. Sister North lost at Ankeny 62-7 and will have again go on the road. The good news is they have one of the state's best passers and Matt Hagen. But the bad news is Dowling Kendrick has shut out all four district opponents to date. The Maroons have the third best rusher in Class 4A, eh? Jason Murray. Murray has 1,301 yards. Sister North and the Stars at 1-3, 2-6 will take on the Dowling Kendrick Maroons at 4-0-6-2 at Valley Stadium in West Des Moines. I know that game will be one of the games on CISN.TV. So you can check the game out on CISN.TV or you can listen to that game on the Iowa Catholic Radio Network as the Dallas Catholic Maroons, all of their football games and all their sporting games are aired on Iowa Catholic Radio. On to district number two play tonight in Class 4A football. It is the Des Moines Roosevelt Rough Riders at 2-2 two two in district play and 3-5 and five on the year. They're going to go take on the Southeast Polk Rams. The Rams are 2-2 two and two and 3-5 and five on the year as well. Des Moines Roosevelt has two wins in district play. Each of them are combined 10 points. Sioux City West, 25-20. Marshalltown, 20-15. But in the two losses in the district, Rough Riders are allowing an average of 53.5 points per game. Fort Dodge scored 51 on Aikens Centennial, 56, while only scoring a combined 19 points. Southeast Polk opened district play with a heartbreaking loss to Fort Dodge, 22-21. He lost to Centennial, 31-10. 
But the last two weeks, they have won and outscored their opponents 113-13. So City West, 77-6. And then Marshalltown last week, 56-7. So the Dwayne Roosevelt Rough Riders at 2-2, two 3-5. Two, We'll take on the Southeast Polk Rams, who are 2-2 two and 3-5 two and at Southeast Polk Stadium in Pleasant Hill. And moving on to another game in Class 4A District 2 play, it is the Fort Dodge Dodgers. They have a record at 3-1 and one and 6-2 and, and ranked number 10 in this week's AP poll. They're taking on the Bobcats of Marshalltown. The Bobcats are 1-3 and 4-4 and four and four on the year. Fort Dodge only district losses two weeks ago at Ankeny Centennial, 44-49. But the Dodgers bounced back nicely last week by defeating Cincinnati West 68-13 behind 4A's top passer senior Drake Miller with 2,484 yards in the season. That's 170 for 272, 25 touchdowns, and three interceptions. And have a rusher only 94 yards shy of 1,000 yards on the season. And that, of course, is by the name of Dason Clayton. Marshalltown could not find anything going their way last week at Southeast Polk as they lost 56-7. And what normally you would say coming home would be a good thing for the Bobcats, but the Bobcats lost 2015 two weeks ago to Dwayne Roosevelt. The Bobcats' last regular season finale game at home with a win was in 2011 against Mason City. Their last final home game regular season win was in 2013, also against Mason City. Marshalltown leads the all-time series against Fort Dodge, 26-23-1. But in the last 10 years, Fort Dodge has won that 6-4. And the last 14 years, the series is 7-7. The Dodgers won in 2008, 2010, 2013, 2014, 2015, and 2017. With Marshalltown winning in 2009, 2011, 2012, and their most recent win against the Dodgers in 2016. Last year's meeting saw the Dodgers lead 49-0 at the half and go on to a 49-12 win over Marshalltown and the Bobcats. The Fort Dodge Dodgers had a record at 3-1 in district play, 6-2 on the year, ranked number 10 in this week's AP poll. We'll take on the Bobcats of Marshalltown at 1-3 and 4-4 four and four at Leonard Coltfield in Marshalltown tonight for high school football action. That game will kick off at 7 o'clock. And the final game in Class 4A District Number 2 will be the Sioux City West Wolverines. The Wolverines are 0-4, 2-6 in the season. They're going against the number 3-ranked team in the state of Iowa in the Ankeny Centennial Jaguars. The Jaguars are 4-0 in district play, 8-0 on the year. Sioux City West is hoping they won't go winless in district play, but it's going to not be an easy task as they're going against the number 3rd-ranked team in the both the AP and Radio Iowa polls and number 1 in the RPI rankings. The biggest guess for the Wolverines, can they find their offense with or without their leader, Aiden Belt? And can the defense do something no other team has been able to do? The Jaguars have controlled the District 2 play, including last week's 56-6 win over Des Moines Roosevelt. The modified wishbone-style offense has been giving teams fits and will once again do that, I'm sure, uh, tonight in high school game between Sioux City West and the Wolverines, who are 0-4, 2-6, and the Ankeny Centennial Jaguars, who are 4-0 and 8-0 on the year. On to District 3 play now. In District 3 play, it'll be one of our Class 4A games of the week. We have two games of the week in Class 4A football, and this is the first one in our games of the week, and we'll go to Class uh, 4A District 3 for that one. It's Cedar Falls and the Tigers, who are ranked number two in the state of Iowa. The record at 4-0 District play, 8-0 on the year. They're going against the ninth-ranked Cedar Rapids Prairie Squad who, uh, the, and the Hawks, who are 4-0 and 7-1. This game's at per John Wall Field at Cedar Prairie High School. How well Cedar Falls handles Prairie star running back Keegan Simmons will go a long way towards determining a winner Friday. Simmons, a six foot, 
205 pounder, leads class 4A and ranks second statewide with 1,755 rushing yards, 7.8 yards per carry, and has handled the ball on 50.5% and 50 of the Hawks' offensive plays. Simmons had 129 rushing yards and a touchdown on 27 carries when the two teams met in last year's playoff. Perry leads the state in rushing yards with 3,163 yards and is fourth in total offense. On the other hand, Cedar Falls is one of the state's best defenses. The Tigers have allowed an average of 4.6 points per game to date with five shutouts. Only one opponent has scored more than a touchdown, Bettendorf. And Cedar Falls has allowed a total of seven, seven points in the last 16 quarters. In district play, both teams have defeated Dubuque Senior, uh, Dubuque Hempstead, Cedar Evans Jefferson, and Waterloo West. Cedar Falls' average margin of victory in those games is 43.3 to, to minus 1.8, while the Hawks is 47 to 10. Tiger senior Logan Wolf is putting together an eye-opening season. He has 45 pass receptions for 739 yards and 15 touchdowns, along with three punt returns. Substanding drives will be a, important for the Tigers Friday against a Prairie team that controls the ball with its ground game and limits its opponent's offensive snaps. As that is, of course, the courtesy of Waterloo Cedar Falls Courier. Cedar Falls and the Tigers ranked at number two in the state of Iowa at 4-0 and 8-0 will be taking on the ninth-ranked Cedar Rapids Prairie and the Hawks, who are 4-0 and 7-1 at John Wall Field in Cedar Rapids, one of our Class 4A games of the week. Moving on to the next one, it'll be Cedar Rapids Jefferson at Dubuque Senior. As Cedar Jefferson at 1-3 and 1-7 and and on the season will be at Dubuque Senior. And the Rams are 1-3 and and at 2-6. and six. Cedar Rapids Jefferson has lost three in a row since opening up district play with a 21-19 win over Waterloo West. The Jayhawks also get a chance to get a redemption win in Dubuque. As last week they lost to Dubuque Hempstead 35 nothing. They will have to go get their offensive mojo going if they want to do that. Dubuque Senior has also uh, also has a win over Waterloo West 27-20 and narrowly lost to Hempstead 20-26 before losing to Cedar Falls 41-0 last week. Cedar Rapids Jefferson and the Jayhawks with a record at 1-3 and 1-7 on the year will be at the Dubuque Senior Rams who are 1-3 and 2-6 tonight in Class 4A District 3 play at Dazelle Field in Dubuque. And the final game in Class 4A District Number Three will be Dubuque Kempstead and the Mustangs, who are coming at two and two and at three and five, and they happen to be taking on the Walks Waterloo West, who are zero and four and at three and five on the season. And again, this will be courtesy of the Waterloo Cedar Falls Courier. Hempstead is looking to finish its season on a three-game winning streak after topping Dubuque Senior and Cedar Rapids Jefferson. In back-to-back -back weeks, the Mustangs are led offensively by Chase Savers, who has rushed for six hundred thirty-nine yards. And five touchdowns on 51, 151 carries. Five other Hampstead players have rushed for at least 100 yards. Aiden Dunn has passed for 465 yards and rushed for 115. For West, the Wahawks will try to send 13 seniors out as a winner one last time. After starting the year 3-1, and one, West has not found the win column in district play. Quarterback Carter Maskey has a chance to reach 1,000 yards mark and passing with 120 more yards. He is 79 of 148 for 880 yards and 10 touchdowns against four interceptions. Dubuque, Hempstead, and the Mustangs at 2-2 two two in district play, 3-5 on the year. We'll try to take on the Waterloo Wahawks, who are 0-4 in district play, 3-5 on the year. This game's at Waterloo Memorial Stadium in Waterloo. On to Class 4A, District number 4 play now. It's the Battle of the Boot taking place as Iowa City, City High, and the Little Hawks 
And it went 4-2-6, and two and six, taking on the 7th-ranked Iowa City West and the Trojans, who are 4-0 and 7-1. and It's game the Trojan Field in Iowa City. The Battle of the Boot in Iowa City, the last 11 games in the battle are in favor of Iowa City High with a record at 8-3. and three. City High has two wins, but both of them was at home against Iowa City Liberty, 38-21, and Hempstead, 23-22 in non-district play. The Little Hawks need to find a way to get Tonka Hickman 771 yards going on the offensive side of ball, while Iowa City West won last year's meeting against City High, 52-6, and also won in 2012 and 2014. Marcus Morgan leads the Trojan offense with 1,154 yards. He's 71 for 119, eight touchdowns and an interception. And Jalen Gaddett, 794 yards, is the top receiving target. So City High and the Little Hawks of Iowa City and 0-4-2-6 will take on the Ranch Rivals, who is our seventh-ranked team in the state of Iowa and Iowa City West and the Trojans, who are 4-0 and 7-1 at Trojan Field in Iowa City. The Battle of the Boot in Iowa City taking place uh, tonight. And moving on now, Lindmar Marion will be at Pleasant Valley Linmar Marion and the Lions at two and two and three and five will be at the Spartans of Pleasant Valley. Who's three and one and four and four. And the game preview courtesy of the Quad City Times. Winner of three straight, Pleasant Valley virtually consider a secure a playoff berth with a win over Linmar team with back-to-back victories. The Spartans are twelfth in the in this week's rating percentage index RPI, which is used to determine the at-large qualifiers. Pleasant Valley quarterback Max Slavens has accounted for 1,703 total yards and 21 touchdowns. Linmar has scored 77 points in the last two games after scoring a total of 76 in its first six contests. As a Linmar, Marion, and the Lions at 2-2, two 3-5 and two, three and five, will take on the Pleasant Valley Spartans, who are 3-1 and one, and at 4-4 four and four on the year. Moving on now to moving on to Muscatine at Davenport North. The Muskies of Muscatine at a record of one and three and four and four in the year will travel to take on the Davenport North squad, who is two and two and five and three. This game will be at Brady Street Stadium in Davenport. And again, the preview courtesy of Quantity Times. Both teams are trying to win for the first time in October. Muscatine has dropped three straight, and North has lost back-to-back games. The Wildcats can equal the 1987 and 1989 teams, but most wins in season. North has talented only six points in the last two games, but it's facing a Muscatine defense that has surrendered 135 points the past three outings. Muscatine sophomore Eli Gay is third and 4A with 806 receiving yards. So it's the Muskies of Muscatine at 1-3 and three and 4-4, four and four, taking on Davenport North and the Wildcats, who are two and two and at five and three on the year at Brady Street Stadium in Davenport in uh, Class Four uh, A District Number Four. Moving on to Class Four A District Number Five now. It's Cedar Rapids Kennedy and the Cougars. They come into the record at three and one and five and three on the year, and they're taking on the Burlington Greyhounds, who are zero and four and at two and six. Cedar Rapids Kennedy has three losses this season, all to teams that will win their districts to make the playoffs on or make the playoffs on RPI Valley. Cedar Rapids, Prairie, and Bentendorf. The Cougars bounced back after a loss to Bentendorf last week with a win over Davenport Central, 31-10. The key for Kennedy is to get their stud Karen Hendred going early, and the defense keeps Burlington's rushing attack in check. Burlington is still looking for a district win this year. The closest team, uh, closest game in district play was a 28-27 loss to Davenport West. The Greyhounds have the state's third-best rusher, second-best in 4A in Tavon Harris, with 1,653 yards on 240, uh, 244 carries, 11 touchdowns, averaging 6.8 yards 
a carry is Tavon Harris. Cedar Rapids Kennedy, the Cougars at 3-1 and one and 5-3. and three. We're taking on the Burlington Greyhounds tonight at Bracewell Stadium in Burlington, who are 0-4 and, and at 2-6 and six on the year. Western Class 4A. District number five is Davenport West taking on the Cedar Rapids Washington. Davenport West is one and three and a two and six on the year. And the Falcons will be taking on the Warriors of Cedar Rapids Washington, who's one and three and three and five at Kingston Stadium and Cedar Rapids. This is, of course, courtesy of the Cedar Rapids uh, Quad City Times. And the mark, the final game for both teams, as neither will make the postseason. Washington tailback Anthony Jones rushed for a career high 313 yards and three touchdowns in last week's victory. The Warriors have. We used two different quarterbacks for the season in sophomore Henry Clymer and senior Braden Wright. The Falcons are seeking their second three-win season under coach Justin Peters in four years. So the Davenport West Falcons at 1-3 in district play, 2-6 and six on the year. They will be at the Cedar Rapids Washington Warriors, who are 1-3 and three and 3-5 three and at Kingston Stadium in Cedar Rapids tonight in Class 4A District 5. Class 4A District 6 play now. It'll be the Indianola Indians. At a record at two and two and at six and two on the year, and the Indians will travel to take on the Des Moines East Scarlets. The Scarlets are two and two and four and four on the year. Indianola needs to win if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive in the RPI rankings, since they lost to Johnson twenty eight to nothing to Waukee forty two fourteen in the last two weeks. The key for the Indians is to bounce back. Uh, balance the run game of Dylan Hildreth at 828 yards and Kobe Kalarik 316 yards. The passing game of Quinn Vesey's 717 yards. Des Moines East has bounced back with two wins, Mason City 55-14 and the Tumble 40-18 for losing to Johnson and Waukee. The Scarlets are led by Class 4A second best passer in Corey Mills with 1,957 yards on 112 for five or 202 at 55.4% completion, 19 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Aubrey Gillard, 640 yards, leading the rush against Stefan Field at 814 yards receiving, leaving, leading the receiving for the Scarlets. For the Indians, they come in with a record at 2-2 two and two and 6-2 six and two for the Indian Indians. And they're taking on their one of the Scarlets at 2-2, two 4-4. And two, four and four. That game's at Williams Stadium in Des Moines tonight in Class 4A District number 6 play. Class 4A District 6 play continues now. It's our second game, Class 4A game of the week. It's between the 6th-ranked Johnson Dragons, who are 4-0 and 7-1 on the year. They're taking on the 8th-ranked Waukee Warriors, who are 4-0 and 6-2 on the year. This game will decide the District 6, this game will decide the District 6 champion. And this is why it's one of the last, uh, one of the two Class 4A games of the week. Johnson has all allowed only combined 20 points in district play, including two shutouts wins the last two weeks. Then ranked Indianola 28 to nothing, and last week and makes City 52 to nothing. Andrew Nord is the leader of the Dragon offense with 1,148 yards total, total yards on offense at 608 passing yards and 540 rushing yards. But Jordan Rush's 512 yards is relied on in the rushing attack. Waukee last week defeated Indianola 42 to 14, making this the game to decide the district title in a large part thanks to Mitch Randall's 265 yards passing and 105 yards rushing. And Alex Lundquist is 132 yards rushing. The Warriors' only loss are against Valley and Dowling. So the Johnson Dragons, who are ranked at number 6 in this week's AP poll, and they come with a record at 4-0 center 1. The Dragons will take on the Warriors of Waukee, who are ranked number 8 in this week's poll, with a record at 4-0 district play, and at 6-2 on the season. Moving on to the the last game there in district number 6 play. It'll be the Mason City Mohawks who are recorded 0-4 in district play and 0-8 on the season. They'll travel to take on the uh, Tumult Bulldogs. The Bulldogs are recorded 0-4 in district play and 1-7 on the year. 
Mason City is on a nine-game losing streak dating back to last season. Last win was 371 days ago against Waterloo West, 29-28. Last year, they won two games all season, but in district play, but they still looking for that first win in both the district and on the season. The Mohawks will have to get going at both sides of the ball three and a half hours from home. Otomo opened the season with a win against Brooks in 32-26, but has since allowed 39.4 points per game and only getting 7.3 points per game. The Bulldogs' last district win comes on October 16, 2015 against Burlington. The last district win against a CAML team was all the way back in 2013 against Marshalltown. So the Mohawks of Mason City at 0-4 and 0-8, trying, uh, trying to avoid going winless, they will challenge take on the Tima Bulldogs in Otomo, who's on 4-1-7, and one and seven, looking for their first district win against the CIML school since 2013 at Schaefer Stadium in Otomo tonight. Well, that's going to be a good, a good ball game there as both teams trying to avoid going winless in district play here in uh, the uh, 2018 season. On to Class 4A, District Number 7 now. It's a battle of Council Bluffs tonight at the Gail Wickersham Athletic Complex of Council Bluffs. The Yellow Jackets Council of Thomas Jefferson at 1-3 and 2-6. And and we'll take on the links of Council Abraham Lincoln, who's 1-3 and three and 1-7. and seven. The word John Wolf used to describe Abraham Lincoln's first win was refreshing. The win was never a given as the Lynx jumped out to a 23-0 lead, but then saw Des Moines North close the gaps to six points. However, instead of folding, Abraham Lincoln scored again, got a stop, and came away victorious. Last year, Thomas Jefferson got the best of Abraham Lincoln in the first time in 11 meetings. But TJ Coach Brennan Anderson said they will have a little impact on this matchup. The Yellow Jackets just won a finish a game without regrets, missed op off offensive opportunities, and concede big plays have been common in re recent weeks. The city showdown, though, and the final night under the lights for the seniors, so emotions will be high. Whichever team can get the, set the tone and get control early will likely reach its desired outcome. And that's, of course, courtesy of the daily non-peril newspaper in Council Bluffs and the Council Thomas Jefferson Yellow Jackets at 1-3 and three in district play. 2-6 and six on the season will take on the links of Abraham Lincoln of Council Bluffs. They're going to get 1-3 and 1-7 one and seven on the year at Gale Wickersham Athletic Competence in Council Bluffs. we got the Urbandale Jayhawks at 3-1 and one and 5-3. and three. And they'll be traveling to take on the Ainsville Cycles at 3-1 and one and 5-3. And I know this will be the KCCI game of the week tonight. And the winner has a good chance of making the playoffs based on RPI, with the loser eliminated, so it must win for both teams. Urban has won the last two games since losing to Valley 49-10 in Week 6. Jayhawks' offense is led by Ty Langenberg. 840 yards passing, and Harrison Whaley's 882 yards rushing. While the defense is led by Jaden Harrell, 50 tackles, and Hayden Fredrickson, 43 and a half tackles. Ames is hoping they can bounce back and find their offensive mojo again on Cedar night after being shut out 45 to nothing last week at Valley. The Little Hawks, uh, the Little Cyclones, sorry, are led by Class 4A's fifth best passer, Cooper Downs, 1,629 yards, and his top targets are Gabe Ante, 418 yards, and Jonah Strahacker at 362 yards, and Will Caffel at 358 yards. Everton Jayhawks at 3-1 and 5-3 and and will take on the Ames Little Cyclones, who are 3-1 and 5-3 and and at Ames High School Stadium in Ames. And our final Class 4A game coming up tonight will be coming up at John R. Grubb Kinder Stadium in Des Moines. It'll be the number one ranked team, the Valley Tigers of West Des Moines at 4-0 no, and 8-0. No. And the team's were, the, the team is the lowest in RPI in Class 4A football, the Des Moines North Polar Bears, who are 0-4 and 0-8. 
Valley has nothing to lose, but Coach Gary Simpson will not agree with that as his team cannot look past a windows Timway North squad. The Tigers have outscored their district foes 227-10. to 10. They have three shutout wins, kind of with Thomas Jefferson, kind of Aaron Lincoln, and Ames. And again, will be favored to do so again. Bo Lombardi's 1,302 yards passing and Trey Fugit's 831 yards rushing lead the way for the Tigers. Des Moines North is still looking for that first win since September 2nd of 2016 against the City West and their first district win since October 16th of 2015 against Des Moines Roosevelt. The Polar Bears are going to have to give it all, force Valley turnovers, and take advantage of Valley mistakes. Otherwise, this one is over at the whistle. The Valley Tigers at 4-0 and 8-0. Number one ranked team in the state of Iowa going against the worst team in Class 4A football at 0-4 and 0-8. Des Moines Northman, the Polar Bears, who are worst, by the way, in RPI rankings. And uh, you could arguably say that they are the worst team in the state if they're low, the worst team in the RPI rankings. And that could be the fair argument you could say here in Class 4A football. So certainly uh, some hard action football tonight in Class 4A football. Run through that real quick. The uh, top uh, top 10 teams uh, going again matchup here in Class 4A football here as number one Valley will be at Des Moines North. Number two Cedar Falls is at number nine at Cedar Rapids Prairie. Sioux City West is at number three Ingedy Centennial. Number four Bentendorf uh, Davenport Central. So Bentendorf won last night over Davenport Central. Uh, so a good ball game there but Bentendorf uh, Going on, and they win. Uh, you got North at number five, Dallin Kallick tonight. Number six, Johnson is at number eight, Waukee. Iowa City, City High at number seven, Iowa City West. And uh, you've got number 10, Fort Dodge, is at Marshalltown tonight in Class 4A football. So let's take a quick break, and we come back on Football Friday Live. We will uh, take a look at Class 3A and 2A. When we come back, you're listening to Football Friday Live on the Fox Band Sports Network. There's a shortage of high school officials in almost every sport. In some communities, the shortage is critical, and high school games are either being postponed or canceled. Becoming a high school official is the easiest call you'll ever make. High school officials protect the integrity of the games our kids love to play by demonstrating qualities like honesty, objectivity, consistency, courage, and common sense. They have the opportunity to help teenagers learn life lessons that will benefit them for a lifetime. As veteran officials continue to retire, new officials have an opportunity to make a huge difference in the lives of hundreds of young people every year. Consider the many benefits of becoming a high school official. One, you'll make a role model for a youth in your community. Two, it's a great way to stay in good physical condition. Three, the hours are flexible. Four, you'll earn an extra income. And five, you'll expand your network of friends and have fun. Make the right call. Become a high school official. Go to highschoolofficials.com. This message is in partnership with the Iowa High School Athletic Association, the Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union, and the National Federation of State High School Associations. You are listening to Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. Now back with Football Friday Live, here's your host, the Fox Man, Jeremy Fox. Well, welcome you back to Football Friday Live here on the Fox Man Sports Network. Before the break, we took a look at Class 4A, and now we'll take a look at Class 3A and 2A games coming up tonight, along with our games of the week in each of those classes. We'll start in Class 3A, District Number 1 play. It's, it's Bishop Heelan at Catholic Gusto City at 3-1-7-1, ranked number 6 in the state of Iowa. They will be at Spencer tonight. Who comes in, they're going to get 3-1 and 6-2 on the year. You've got Lamar's at 0-4 and at 3-5, and, and then they're at Denison at Slusby, who's 1-3 and 4-4. And on the year, and it's starting to bluff Luton at 4-0-7-1, ranked number five in the uh, 
ADP poll, and they'll be taking on Storm Lake tonight, who comes with a record at one and three and at four and four. District two places Dallas Center Grimes at one and three and one and seven, and Dallas Center Grimes will be at Carroll, who's four and zero and five and three on the year. You've got Perry tonight as well, zero and four, zero and eight. They're taking on Humboldt, who has a record at two and two and at three and five, and it's Webster City at two and two and at four and four on the year. They'll be at the Boone Tordors, who's three and one and at five and three. In District three plays Turtle City at one and three, four and four at number ten Waverly Sherrock, who is three and one and seven and one on the year. You've got Independence and the Mustangs at 3-1 and one and 6-2. And, and Independence will be at the Cora and the Vikings, who are 4-0 and 6-2. And, and, and it's the uh, Trojans of Waterloo East. And a record at 0-4. And 0-8 on the year will be at the West Delaware of Manchester. And they come with a record on the year at 1-3 and 4-4 and four and four on the season. In District 4 playing now. It's number 9, Epron Western Dubuque. And the Bobcats of Epron Western Dubuque. And... They will be uh, with the record of the year at three and one and six and two, and they'll be taking on Makokota with the record at one and three and one and seven. While the Catholic of Dubuque at zero and four and zero and eight will be at the Center Point Urbana Storm and Pointers. Center Point Urbana one and three and four and four, and it's number one at Cedar Rapids Xavier and the Saints tonight four and zero and eight and zero will be at Marion and the Indians who are three and one and at four and four on the year. In District 5 play, it's our Class 3A game of the week. It's Devonport Assumption of the Knights at 3-1 and 4-4, and and taking on the Lancers of North Scott, who are 4-0 and 7-1 of the year and ranked number 4 in the Class 3A football poll. This game, of course, the, the preview of this game, courtesy of the Quad City Times. North Scott clinched the outright district title and the first round home playoff game with, with a win. Assumption needs a victory to reach the playoff for a 12th consecutive season. The Lancers aren't, allowed more, uh, aren't allowing more than 15 points in a contest during their current seven-game winning streak. Both teams have been successful at generating turnovers, 22 takeaways for North Scott and 17 by Assumption. North Scott will recognize 28 seniors before the game on uh, tonight. As Devin put Assumption and the Knights at 3-1 and 4-4 and 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 will take on the Lancers of North Scottish 4-0 and 7-1 on the season tonight. And the Lancers come in ranked number 4 in Class 3A football. And also tonight in Class 3A District 5 is Clear Creek Abetta who comes tonight's bugging with a record at 3-1. And seven and one on the year, they will be taking on Iowa City. Or sorry, taking on Central to win, who's two and two and five and three. And it'll be Iowa City Liberty, who comes in a record at zero and four and at two and six, taking on Clinton and the River Kings, who are zero and four and at three and five. In District Six play now, it's Fairfield at two and two and at four and four. They will be at number three, Solon, who comes in with a record at four and zero district play and eight and zero on the year. Fort Madison at 0-4-2-6 will be at Keokuk, who's 0-4 and 1-7. Washington at 3-1-5-3 will be at Mount Pullen, who's 3-1 and 5-3. And and in District 7 play, it's Grinnell and the Tigers at 2-2 two and 3-5. Two and and They'll be at number 7, Pella, who's at 3-1 and 7-1. And and Knoxville at 1-3, and 3-5 three, three and will be at Newton Cardinals, who are 2-2 two and 4-4. Two and four and four. And Oskaloosa and the Indians, who are recorded at 4-0-7-1, will be at Saltima who's 0-4 and 0-8, and, and that game will be on KMZN, 99.5, a.m. in Oskaloosa, uh, will be the Oskaloosa-South Tampa game. Grinnell and Pella game will be on uh, one of the uh, KNIA KLS stations, as well also on KGRN, 14.10 in Grinnell. So a pair of stations will have that game for you coming up on Friday night as well. Of course, you can listen to the Newton game on KCOB, 95.9 
in Newton will have the game tonight as well as one of the uh, KNIA Carolina stations will have the Knoxville portion broadcast of that game as well. So that district will be uh, heavily covered with radio anyways coming up uh, tonight uh, in Class uh, 3A, District 7. In District 8, play it's Bondurant Farrar and Bondurant Farrar at 2 and 2 and 3 and 3, uh, sorry, 2 and 2 and 5 and 3 on the year. Bondurant Farrar, they're at Carlisle, who's 2 and 2 and 4 and 4. You got Gilbert at 2 and 2 and 3 and 5. They're at Norwalk, who's 4 and 0 and 5 and 3 on the year. And you've got North Polk of Ottoman at 1 and 3, 4 and 4 at the Ballard Bombers, who 1 and 3 and at 4 and 4. In District Nine plates, ADMAL at 1 and 3 and 5 and 3. They're at number two ranked Lewis Central of Council Bluffs, who'd 4 and 0 and 8 and 0. Glenwood at 1 and 3 and 4 and 4. At Crescent Ray Maxburg is 1 and 3 and at 2 and 6. And it's Harlan. And uh, the little cycle of Harlan at 3 and 1 and 6 and 2 will be at Winterset, who's 2 and 2 and at 3 and 5. So your Class 3A top 10 ranked team. So we'll see number one at Cedar Rapids Xavier at Marion. Aiden Meadell at number two at Lewis Central. Fairfield at number three Solon. It's a Devonport Assumption at number four North Scott in our Class 3A game of the week. Number five starting to bluff leading at Storm Lake. Number six Bishop Heeland Catholic of Sioux City at Spencer Grinnell at number seven Pella. Number eight Oskaloosa is at Saltima. Number nine Epperon Western Dubuque at Makokota. And Charles City is at number 10, Waverly Shellrock. On to Class 2A now in District 1 of Class 2A football. As this is one of the uh, districts uh, that have been decided. As Boynton Hall Rock Valley has basically decided this title. And speaking of Boynton Hall Rock Valley, the number two ranked team in the state of Iowa in Class 2A football at 4 0 and 7 and 1 will be on the road at Sioux Center tonight. It's 2 and 2 and 3 and 5 on the year. You got Central Line Rock Rapids at two and uh, three and one and four and four on the year. They happen to be at Shuttle and the Oraps two and two and five and three, and it's Okabody Milford at zero and four and at two and six. They're at MLC Floyd Valley in District Two play. It is Algona at a record at four and zero and eight and zero on the year for Algona. They're ranked number three in the state of Iowa. They will be at Southeast Valley of Gallery, who is ranked number seven in the state of Iowa at a record at four and zero district play and two on the year. And this happened to be our class two A. Game of the week, or one of our Class 2A games of the week. Actually, got co-games of the week in Class 2A. So one of our games of the week in Class 2A is between Algona and Southeast Valley. The Class 2A District 2 title is on the line in Gallery when unbeaten Algona takes on Southeast Valley. Now, Algona's closest game was against Spirit Lake last week, 30-24. And Matt Green has 1,570 yards passing, 20 touchdowns, 3 interceptions. Jake Durant is just 13 yards shy of 1,000 yards. 987 yards on 128 carries and 10 touchdowns. But the Wyatt Wagner is the key factor in the Bulldogs' offense as well. 510 yards rushing and 624 yards receiving. Southeast Valley, closest win was against Spirit Lake, 48-41 as well. And their two losses are Class A number 6, Belmont, 43-20. Belmont Clummy, 43-36. And Class 1A number 4, South Central Calhoun, 49-6. So the Jaguars are leading Hunter Cruz. Leaders are Hunter Cruz with 1,205 yards passing and 14 touchdowns. And Kyle Fisher's 1,370 yards rushing on 176 attempts and 21 touchdowns. So this is sure to be an exciting Class 2A game tonight up in Gallery as Algona at 4-0-8-0 coming in ranked number 3 in the state of Iowa will take on the 7th ranked Jaguars from Southeast Valley at 4-0 and 6-2 in one of our Class 2A Games of the week. Moving on to other games in Class 2A. District 2 play will be clearing Goldfield Dows. 
who comes in a record at 0-4 and 2-6, and, and they will be at Estherville Lincoln Central, who comes in a record at 0-4 and, and at 2-6. And Garner Haven of Ventura at 2-2 two and 3-5 two and and will be at Spearman Link with a record at 2-2 two and 6-2 two and and on the year and ranked number 8 in this week's Class 2A football poll. In District 3, played out of Class 2A District 3, it is Clear Lake and the Lions at 3-1, 6-2. will be at the Cadets of Iowa Fall of Alden at 2-2 two and 3-5. Two and and Forest City at 0-4-0-8 will be at Crossroad Cresco 4-0 and 5-3. And, and it's Hampton Dumont at a record at 1-3, 3-5 will be at New Hampton in the Chickasaws at 2-2 two and 2-6 two and two and on the year. In District 4, play it's Anamosa at 0-4 and 1-7 at 0-1. Who's on four and two and six on the year? Monticello at three and one and five and three will be at Columbus Catholic of Waterloo at three and one and six and two. And North Fayette Valley at two and two and three and five will be at Wacon, who's ranked number four in Class Two A football at a record at four zero and at seven and zero on the season. District Five play now. We'll see Louisa Muscatine. They come into the record at one and three, three and five tonight, and then we have Mount Vernon, who's three and one and four and four. You got Tempton at three and one and six and two. And they will be at West Liberty tonight. It's 4-0 and 5-3 on the year. And it'll be West Burlington at a record of 0-4-1-7. And Comanche is 1-3 and 3-5. And District 6 play tonight. It'll be Albia at 3-1 and 4-4. They're at Mid Prairie Wellman, who's 2-2-2-6. Davis County of Bloomfield at 0-4-2-6. will be at Central Lee of Donaldson, who's 0-4-0-8. It's Williamsburg at 4-0 and 5-3. At Eddieville, Brickwood, Fremont. They're going to three and one and five and three in District Seven play tonight. It'll be Nevada and the Cubs at one and three, three and five at Rolling Story Story City is one and three and at three and five. The next game is another is our second Class Two A game of the week. It's between the uh, sixth ranked Union Laporte City Knights at a record at four and zero district play six and two of the year, going against the tenth ranked West Marshall of State Center Trojans who are three and one and at six and two. Class Two A District Seven. Could get interesting. Union beat Benton Community. Benton Community beat West Marshall. So should West Marshall and Benton Community win their games tonight, there will be a three-way tie for the district title. Union will be able to hold off Nevada last week 23-20 to take the win. The Knights will rely on Caleb Rohach, 794 yards, and Graydon Grossi, 554 yards for Braden Grossi in the rushing attack, and Dylan Fellerman, 993 yards when they decide to go to the air. West Marshall went on the road last week to Benton Community and lost 34-13. The Trojans will have to get Cameron Bannister, 1,270 yards passing and 1,158 yards rushing, going in both the ground game and through the air. Defensively, they will have to contain the run and not let Union get the big plays. So that'll be Union LaPorte City in the Knights. 4-0-6-2, ranked number 6th in the state of Iowa. They'll be taking on the 10th-ranked West Marshall Trojans of State Center, who's 3-1-6-2. And, 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 and again, if West Marshall wins this game, it could set up an interesting uh, battle in the District 7 title because should West Marshall win and Benton Community win, and we'll talk about the Benton Community game in just a second here, but if West Marshall and Benton Community win, it'll set Union, West Marshall, and Benton Community in a three-way tie for district title. All three teams should then qualify for the playoffs. That means there'll be some teams that will be missing out on the playoffs because nine district champions automatically qualify, and any team that tied with a district champion qualifies for the playoffs. So that could mean that we could have three teams out of this district make the playoffs. I think three teams will make the team uh, make the playoffs out of this district. Should things happen that way, and it, we'll see all three teams 
there. Now, if West Marshall defeats Union LaPorte City and Benton Community loses suddenly to Nevada, or suddenly loses their football game to Benton Shellsburg, then West Marshall could be district champions. So that's going to be interesting to see who can come out of this game. The winner of this game could be would be up only the district champion. Uh, if Union LaPorte City wins this football game, then it, it would go in Union LaPorte City that would win the district title. So just kind of settle all that out, and doesn't matter what happened with Benton Community, Union LaPorte City, if they would win this game over West Marshall, then they're district champions. So they're district champions outright, and the other two teams now have to wait for to see how they make the playoffs. So could be interesting. Out of class uh, 2A District 7, certainly denied between the Knights of Union LaPorte City and West Marshall. And speaking of... Benton Community, they're hosting tonight. They're hosting a game as Benton Shellsburg at a record of 0-4 and 0-8 will travel to take on the Benton Community and Horn and the Bobcats with a record on the season for the Bobcats. And they're fifth ranked in the state of Iowa. The Bobcats are 3-1 and and 7-1 from Benton Community and Van Horn. In Class 2A, District number 8 now. It'll be a matchup tonight between Centerville at 2-2 two and 5-3 two and, and, and the number one ranked team in the state of Iowa, PCM Monroe at 4-0 and 8-0 on the year. And I know this is Local 5's game of the week. It's Friday night blitz. Blitz game day was there this morning at, at PCM High School. So Centerville with a record on the year at 2-2 two and 5-3 two and and will be at PCM Monroe at 4-0 and 8-0 on the year and ranked number one in the state of Iowa. Clark of Osceola, 1-3 and 3-5, three, three and and will be at Sheraton, and the Chargers 3-1 and 7-1. And 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 Des Moines Christian at 2-2 and 5-3 and and on the year will be at Seidel, who's 0-4 and 0-8 and and on the year. In District 9 play, it's Kemper Catholic of Carroll, 3-1 and 4-4 and and on the year, and they will be at Shenandoah tonight, who's 0-4 and 0-8. And and Got OABCIG at 3-1 and 7-1 and on the year, ranked number 10 in the state of Iowa, they will be at Green County, who's ranked number nine in the state of Iowa. They're back at three and one and seven and one. Arguably, that could have been a game of the week as well. Red Oak at two and two and four and four is at Atlantic, who's one and three and three and five on the year. So your top ten ranked teams in Class One A will see their matchups going on this way. You've got Centerville at number one, PCM Monroe. Number two, Boyden Hall, Rock Valley, and Sioux Center. You get number three, Algona, at number seven, Sioux City, uh, sorry, Southeast Valley. You get North Fayette Valley at number four, Walk Convent, and Shieldsburg at number five, Benton Community. Number six, Union Laporte City at number 10, West Marshall. Gardner Heath Adventure is at number eight, Spirit Lake. And number 10, OABCIG is at number nine at Green County in Class 2A football action tonight. We'll take a break and we'll come back here on Football Friday Live. And when we come back, we'll take a look at Class 1A before we wrap up our number one here on Football Friday Live here on the Foxman Sports Network. It's fourth and goal, and the Tigers have taken their last time out. The season comes down to this. You know they miss their veteran, Max Evans, right now. Yeah, but Coach Dumphy made the right move. Concussions are serious. You're right. We all need to help take concussions out of play. Okay, folks, this is it. If you think your athlete has a concussion, don't assess it yourself. Take them out of play and seek a healthcare professional's advice. Visit www.cdc.gov concussion to learn why. A message from CDC. Iowa's athletes and fans enjoy many outdoor sports. Remember, whether you're playing or supporting your team, you are in danger from lightning.
Learn more about Lightning Safety at www.lightningsafety.noaa.gov. Lightning kills, play it safe. This message is brought to you by the Iowa High School Athletic Association and your local National Weather Service office. You are listening to Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. Now back with Football Friday Live. Here's your host, the Fox Man, Jeremy Fox. Welcome back to Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. I am Jeremy Fox, your host, the Fox Man. And we, before the break, we looked at the Class 3A and 2A games. And now we'll look at Class 1A games for you tonight. And we'll start out at District Number 1 play as it'll be Emmitsburg. And Emmitsburg is breaking at 3-1 and one and 4-4 four and four on the year. And Emmitsburg is taking on the 6th-ranked West Sioux Warden, who comes into the record of the year 4-0 and is 7-1 on the season. Also tonight, you've got Unity Christian Warren City at 0-4-2-6. They're at Chibley Oichiden, who's 0-4-1-7 on the year. And it's West Lyon of Inwood, who comes to the record at 3-1-6-2 and 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 on the year. It will be at Western Christian Hall in the Wolfpack at 2-2 two and two and at 3-5. and five. In Class 1A District number 2, we know this. South Hamilton to Jewel will get a forfeit victory over Eagle Grove. So South Hamilton to Jewel will get a 4-1 district play, 7-2 on the year. And Eagle Grove will finish the season out at 0-5 and 0-9 after a forfeit uh, for Eagle Grove. So South Hamilton to Jewel gets the win. In Class 1A District 2 on a forfeit victory. Madrid tonight will be 1-3, 1-7. They'll be at Ogden, who's 1-3 and 4-4. Four and, four. and in South Chicago, at 4-0 and 8-0 on the year. And ranked number 4 in the Class 1A football poll will be at Pocahontas Syria, who comes to the record at 3-1 and 4-4 and four and four tonight. In Class 3, 1A District 3 now, Lake Mills at a record at 2-2 two and 3-5. Two and and Lake Mills will be at Denver, who comes to the record at 2-2 two and 2-6. Two and two and North Butler of Green at 0-4 and 1-7 will be at Summoner Fredericksburg, who's 2-2 two and 6-2 two and and on the year. And it's Osage at 4-0 and 6-2 and and on the year. They will be at Appleton. Parkersburg is 2-2 two and 4-4 two and and on the year. In at District 4 play, it'll be Bellevue at a record at 4-0 and 8-0 on the year. Ranked number 3 in the Class 1A football poll. Bellevue will be at Cascade of Western Dubuque is 3-1 and 5-3 and on the year. Get North Cedar Stanwood at 0-4 and 1-7. It'll be at Northeast Goose Lake, who comes to record at 0-4 and 0-8. And it's West Branch, is ranked number 6 in the state of Iowa. They're going to get 3-1 and 7-1 on the year. will be at Beckman County of Dyersville, who is ranked at 2-2 and 4-4. Four and four. District 5 play at Cincinnati Kilda at 2-2. Two and two. And 5-3 and three at Mediopolis at 3-1 and 7-1 and and of the year. Ranked number 9 in the state of Iowa for Mediopolis. Van Buren Community of Keosauqua at 1-3, 1-7. will be at Wilton tonight. It's 4-0 and 7-1. Ranked number 7 in the Class 1A football poll. You've got Wapolo at a record at 2-2 two and 4-4. Two and four and four. Wapolo is at Columbus Community, Columbus Junction, who's 0-4 and 0-8. And in District 6 play, it is number 1, Dyke New Hartford at 4-0 and 8-0. will be at Iowa City, Regina. They're back at 4-0 and 5-3. On the year, you got Jessup at 0-4, 1-7. It'll be at East Marshall of LeGrand, who's 0-4 and 0-8. And Northland Troy Mills at 2-2 and 5-3. We'll be at South Harden, who's 2-2 and 3-5 and on the year. In District 7 play, this is your Class 1A game of the week. It's between Interstate 35 at Truro, who's ranked number 8 in the state of Iowa with uh, in Class 1A football poll with a record on the year. At 4-0 district play, 8-0 on the year. They will be at number 10 ranked Pella Christian and the Eagles. Pella Christian is 4-0 and it's 6-2 on the season. Interstate 35 and Pella Christian class for the Class 1A District 7 title. Interstate 35, a stud named Mason Cassidy is 1,215 yards rushing and 15 touchdowns. 
And at the Roadrunner's throw, it'll be Joey Brieger who throws with 958 yards passing. Pelican Christian has some quality losses to Class 1A number 2 Van Meter and number 2 in number one, uh, number Class 2A number 1 PCM, along with quality wins against Oskaloosa and Regina Iowa City that might get them in the playoffs by RPI, but the Eagles are hoping it doesn't have to come to that as it'll be the Roadrunners of Interstate 35 at Toro at a 4-0 and 8-0 on the year and ranked number 8 in the Class 1A football poll. We take it on the 10th-ranked Pelican Christian Eagles, where 4-0 instant 2 that game will be at Eagle Stadium in Pella tonight. And also tonight, you've got Pleasantville coming in tonight's ball game with a record at 1-3, 2-6. It'll be at Woodward Academy, 1-4-2-6. Woodward Granger at 1-3, 4-4. At Colfax Mingo, 2-2 two and 5-3. Two and and in District 8 play, it is 8 or K Street, Guthrie Center. It's ACGC. And a record at 2-2 two and 3-5. Two and and we'll have Mountain Air 3-1 and 6-2. Panorama Panora, 1 and 3, 4 and 4, but Westchester Valley of Stewart with record at 1 and 4 and 1 and 7. You've got Van Meter at 4 and 0, 8 and 0, ranked number 2 in the Class 1A football poll. We'll be at Clarenda, who's 2 and 2 and at 3 and 5. In District 9 play, it's East San County at 2 and 2 and 4 and 4 at M Maple Valley, Anton Ono, COU at 0 and 4, 1 and 7. And it'll be Missouri Valley at 2 and 2, 4 and 4 at Underwood, who's 3 and 1 and 5 and 3. And at Trainer at 4 and 0 and 7 1, it will be at Cherokee of Washington with a record at 1 and 3 and at 2 and 6 on the year. And that'll be in Class 1A, District number 9. So we'll put a wrap to our number one as we've looked at all the games in Class 4A, 3A, 2A, and Class 1A. We'll run through the Class 1A top 10 ranking matchups at the top of our number two. But this has been Football Friday Live here on the Foxman Sports Network. We'll be back with more Football Friday Live in a moment. There's a shortage of high school officials in almost every sport. In some communities, the shortage is critical, and high school games are either being postponed or canceled. Coming to high school officials, the easiest call you'll ever make High school officials protect the integrity of the games our kids love to play by demonstrating qualities like honesty, objectivity, consistency, courage, and common sense. They have the opportunity to help teenagers learn life lessons that will benefit them for a lifetime. As veteran officials continue to retire, new officials have an opportunity to make a huge difference in the lives of hundreds of young people every year. Consider the many benefits of becoming a high school official. One, you'll make a role model for a youth in your community. Two, it's a great way to stay in good physical condition. Three, the hours are flexible. Four, you'll earn an extra income. And five, you'll expand your network of friends and have fun. Make the right call. Become a high school official. Go to highschoolofficials.com. This message is in partnership with the Iowa High School Athletic Association, the Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union, and the National Federation of State High School Associations. It's time for Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. So sit back and get ready as we preview all the hard-hitting action in high school, college, and pro football. Now with all the information here on Football Friday Live, it's your host, the Fox Man, Jeremy Fox. Welcome back to another edition of Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. Again, once again, I am your host, the Fox Man, Jeremy Fox, and... Uh, in hour number one, we looked at the Class 4A, Class 3A, Class 2A, and the Class 1A um, stuff for you. And we'll continue to take a look at Class A, eight-man football, college, NFL, the Canadian Football League, high school football schedules, as well as we'll get some final thoughts as well. We'll start this hour by looking at the Class 1A top 10 ranked teams. We ran out of time in hour number one, so let's look at that. As we got number one, Dyke New Hartford. At Iowa City, Regina tonight. Number two, Van Meters at Clarenda. Number three, Bellevue at Cascade of Western Dubuque. We got number four, Sunset Calhoun at Pocahontas area. Emmitsburg is number five, West Sioux. Number six, West Branch at Beckman Catholic. 
Van Buren is at number seven. Wilton at number eight. Intercity 35. Atrio is at number 10. Pella Christian at Senior Dakota is at number nine. Mediopolis tonight uh, in Class 1A district uh, or Class 1A top 10 ranked teams. On to Class A football. A game that was going to be a non district game won't happen tonight because Starman of Arlington having to uh, forfeit games. So Starmont far forfeited their football game. So Starman will finish it out at 0 9 on the year. Finished out 0-6 in District 4 play last week, but they'll finish out 0-9 on the year as GMG of Gerwin will get a forfeit victory tonight. Uh, with the So GMG finished out 0-6 in District play, but they'll finish out the year at 2-7 on the year after a forfeit victory over Starmont of Arlington. On the rest of the Class one, or class 8 football games, District 1 play now at Akron-Westfield at 3-1 and 6-2 and and on the year for Akron-Westfield. They will be at Marcus Benary, Claycorn, Remsen, Union News 0-4 and 0-8 and on the year. You've got Harley Mill at Sandburn at 2-2 two and 5-3. Two and and They're at Galen County of Lamars, who's 1-3 and 1-7. And, and, and it's Hinton at 3-1 and 7-1 one and and one on the year for Hinton. And they will be at South LeBrian of Paulina who comes to the record at 3-1 and one and 4-4. Four and four. In District 2 play now, it'll be I came at Manning at 3-1 and one and 5-3. And They'll be at Ridgeview with the record on the year at 2-2 two and two and at 2-6. and six. Manson Northwest Webster at 0-4 and 0-8 and and will be on St. Edmund of Fort Dodge, who's 0-4 and at 2-6. And, and it's Sioux Central Sioux Rapids at 4-0 and 7-1 and one for Sioux Central Sioux Rapids will be at Alta Aurelia tonight, who's record at 3-1 and, and at 6-2. and two. In District 3 play now tonight, it'll be Bishop Gergen of Algona, who comes in ranked number 3 in the state of Iowa with a record of 4-0 and 8-0 in Class A football. They will be at Gathering Trail, wherever Shaders 1-3, 2-6. You've got North Union at record at 1-3, 2-6, and West Fork of Sheffield at 0-4 and 3-5. West Hancock of Britt, ranked number 9 in the state of Iowa with a record at 3-1-6-2, will be at Belmont Cumming tonight, who's 3-1-7-1 of the year and ranked number 6th in the Class A football poll. And, of course, that game will be our game of the week tonight between West Hancock and Belmont. Let me, West Hancock will make the 30-mile trek from Britt to Belmont to play for runner-up honors in Class A District 3. Eagles have outscored their last three district opponents, North Union, West Fork, and Gathering Trail, 135-14. Since losing 28-14 to Bishop Garrigan. Tate Hagen it leads the rushing attack with 1,187 yards on 168 attempts. But McClemming lost to Bishop Garrigan by two points, 22-20, and has a strong win against Southeast Valley in non-district play. The Broncos also will rely on the ground game with Tucker Cruz at 814 yards, Easton Barris at 590 yards, and Gustavo Suarez at 551 yards. So it'll be the West Hancock uh, Brit Eagles at 3-1, 6-2, taking on the Broncos. Uh, Belmont coming tonight is 3-1. It's then one at Belmont football field in Belmont, uh, Belmont there. And uh, that is about a 30-mile trek. And was known to make that 30-mile trek uh, quite uh, quite interesting. Uh, quite interesting track. Certainly there between West Hancock and Belmont coming. A matchup in District 3 uh, that could ultimately decide who's going to make the playoffs. And really, both these teams really need that win. But... Never know. Both these can make the playoffs, but uh, you know, nine, with ten districts in, in in Class A football, it's going to be very uh, slim to see um, that more teams make the district or more teams make the playoffs based on the RPI. So we could have some uh, interesting plays. It could be all teams that win district plays or have ties for district championships to make the playoffs in Class A football. Now we'll really see what happens uh, in this uh, Class A level. Anyways, moving on now to District 4 at Central Springs. Uh, Manly at 4-1 and 6-2, and, and they will be at St. Ansgar, 
Blue Thunder bringing it on the year at four and one and five and three. It's Nostra Plainfield at one and four, one and seven at Postville, who had record at one and four and one and seven. And Newman Catholic Mason City at five and zero oh, and at six and two on the year for Newman Catholic. They will be at South Winnesheek, who's three and two and four and four. District five play now. Old Burnett at two and two and four and four. It'll be at Memphis Marmac, who's two and two and four and four. You've got Edgewood Colesburg at four and zero oh, and seven and one on the year, ranked number five in the state of Iowa. They will be at Clayton Rich Guttenberg, who's three and one and three and five. Lisbon at 0 and 4 and 0 and 8 will be at Makokota Valley of Delhi, who's 1 and 3 and 1 and 7. In District 6 play, it's Bell Plain at 1 and 3 and 4 and 4. They will be at Highland Riverside, who's 2 and 2 and at 6 and 2 on the year. You've got Cardinal Elf Eldon tonight, who's 0 and 4 and 4 and 4. They will be at BGM of Brooklyn, who comes into record at 3 and 1 and 7 and 1 of the year. And it's Durant at 4 and 0 and 6 and 2. And Durant will be the uh, district champion. Here in Class A District 6, they have a record of 4 0 and 6 2 and ranked number 8 in the Class A football poll. They will be at Pekin of Packwood, who has a record on the year at 2 2 and 5 and 3. So, in District 7 play, it's the Hudson Pirates. Hudson Pirates with a record at 5 0 and 8 0 on the year. Hudson Pirates are ranked number 1 in the state of Iowa. Hudson will be at East Buchanan of Winthrop, with a record at 2 3 and 4 and 4. It'll be North Tama of Traer at 4 and 1 and 7 and 1 on the year and ranked number 4 in the Class A football poll. North Tama will be at BCW, who's 1 and 4 and at 2 and 6. And Wapsie Valley of Fairbank at 3 and 2 and at 6 and 2 on the year. Wapsie Valley will be at Grundy Center tonight, who's 3 and 2 and at 5 and 3 on the year. In this great play, it's Grandview Christian School at 1 and 3, 2 and 6. It'll be at North Mahaska to Sheeran, who's 1 and 3 at 1 and 7. At Linville Soli at 4 and 0 and at 6 and 2. We'll be at Marshall St. Mary's, who's 0 and 4 and 0 and 8. Wayne Corden at 3 and 1 and 5 and 3. We'll be at Central Decatur of Leon at 3 and 1 and at 3 and 5. District 9 play, it's Earlham at 1 and 3. 3 and 5 will be at Nottaway Valley, 0 and 4 and 0 and 8. In Southwest Valley at 1 and 3, 5 and 3 at Riverside of Oakland, who's 2 and 2 and at 3 and 5. It's the number to Council Bluffs at 4 0 and 5 and 3 at number 2, AHSTW of Avoca, who's 4 0 and 8 0 on the year. In District 10, it's Tri Center Deola at 2 and 2 and at 5 and 3 at Logan Magnolia, who had to bring it at 0 and 4 and 1 and 7 at Westwood Sloan at 4 0 and 7 1 on the year. Will be at Lawton Bronson. Of course, Westwood Sloan at ranked number 10 state Iowa. They'll be at Lawton Bronson, who's 3 and 1 and 4 and 4 on the year. So your Class A teams now in the top 10 rankings. Number one, Hudson will be at East Buchanan. St. Albert at Council Bluffs will be at number two, AHSTW Voca. Number three, Bishop Garrigan is at Gathering Trower of Shire. Number four, North Tama of Traer will be at BCW. Number five, Edward Colesburg at Clayton Ridge Guttenbrook. Number nine, Wes Hancock at number six, Belmont Cummy. Number seven, Wapsie Valley at Grundy Center. Number eight, Durant is at Peak in a Packwood. Number 10, Westwood Sloan at Lawton Bronson. On to eight-man football now in District 1 play. It'll be Arweevo Westside, who's ranked number one in the state of Iowa at 6-0 and 8-0. And they will be at River Valley of Correctionville, who's record at 1-5 and and 2-6 and on the year. Clayson Survivorly at 0-6 and 0-8 and will be at St. Mary's Ramson, who's 4-2 and 5-3. And and Kingsley Pearson at 2-4 and 4-4. And and will be at Harris Lake Park, who's 2-4 and 3-5. And and Westbid Ballard at 4-2 and 5-3. And and will be at Newell Fonda at 5-1 and 7-1 and and on the year. In District 2 play tonight, it is at number four ranked Don Bosco at a record of 5 and 1 and 7 and 1 in the year. Don Bosco will be at Riceville tonight, record at 1 and 5 and 3 and 5. Dunkerton 
at two and four, three and five, will be at Tripola, who's two and four and three and five. North Iowa Buffalo Center at zero and six and one and seven will be at Janesville. We'll be at three and three and four and five and a Northwood Kenseth at six and zero and eight and zero, ranked number two in the eight man football. Will be at Rockford tonight is five and one and it's seven and one on the season. In eight man district three play now, Central Springs of May or sorry Central Elkader. At one and five, one and seven, it will be tonight at Turkey Valley Jackson Junction. Is five and one, and at seven and one on the year. You've got Easton Valley at a record at three and three, four and four. It'll be at West Central Manor. Is one and six and one and seven. Midland Wyoming at five and one, eight and one on the year for Midland Wyoming, and uh, they're ranked number nine seed of Iowa. They will be at Key of Lansing. They're record at two and four and at two and six. Springville at three and three, five and four will be at Central City, who's five one seven one, and uh, just clicking on the outside of the top ten, trying to get back in the top ten after falling out actually uh, last week. Interesting four play. It is our eight man game of the week. This starts this district off as HLV of Victor at six and one, eight and one on the year. Well, or say six and one and seven and one on the year for HLV of Victor. They will take on. The third-ranked Iowa Valley of Marengo and the Tigers. Now Valley Marengo is ranked seven and is ranked third, and they're seven and zero and eight and zero on the year. HLV could force a three-way tie in the eight-man District Four title with a win over Iowa Valley, as their loss only loss in district play was to New London, as Chase Steenhagen leads the rushing with 164 yards and 16 touchdowns, and Cody Fromm leads the passing with 672 yards and 11 touchdowns for the Warriors. Iowa Valley can win the district title outright with a win. Their closest district game to date was New London two weeks ago, 22-12. The Tigers look to get Ben Smith going 803 rushing yards, 752 passing yards, and Noah Mumby at 618 rushing yards and 264 yards receiving yards on the season for the Tigers. So it would be HLV Victor and the Warriors at a record of 6-1, 7-1. Will be at number three ranked Iowa Valley and the Marengo Tigers at 7 0 and 8 0 at Iowa Valley Football Field in Marengo. Also, tonight, it'll be Lone Tree coming into tonight's ballgame with a record at 3 and 4 and 3 and 5. They'll be at English Valley North English, just 3 and 4 and 4 and 4. Montezuma at 2 and 5 and 2 and 6. will be at New London, who's 6 and 1 and 7 1 in the year, ranked number 7 in 8 man football. Is Tri County Thornburg at 0 and 7 and 0 and 7 on the year. We'll be at Waco Whalen, who's back at 4 and 3 and 5 and 3 on the year. And it's Winfield Mount Unit at 1 and 7 and 1 and 8. Idle this week in District 4 play. In District 5 play, it's HGWSR of Ackley at 5 and 1 and at 5 and 3 on the year for HGWSR of Ackley. And they'll be at Twin Cedar Bussy at 3 and 3, 4 and 5. Collins Maxwell at 3 and 3, 3 and 6. will be at Melcher Dallas at 4 and 2 and at 4 and 4 on the year. Colodesco one and five, one and eight will be at Gladbach Rhinebeck, who's record at six and zero oh and at six and two on the year for Gladbach Rhinebeck, and it'll be Meskwaki Settlement School on six and zero oh and eight. They will be at Baxter and the Bolts are two and four and at two and six on the year in District Six play. It tonight will be at Lamoni at five one five and three. Will be at Southeast Warren Liberty Centers six and zero oh and nine and zero, oh, ranked number six in the poll. And also tonight you got Moravia. At two and four and three and five, they will be at Lennox, who is five and one, six and two. Murray at one and five and three and five of the year. Mormon Trail Garner Grove two and four and four and four. Seymour at zero and six, one and seven will be at East Union of Afton, who is three and three and four and four. In District Seven play, it's Bedford with a record at two and four, two and six at Griswold, who's a record at two and four and at two and six. East Mills at four and two, six and two. 
will be at Essex, who has a regular one and five and one and seven at Sydney at three and three, four and four, and Clarenda Academy, who's only six oh and eight. Stanton at six and oh seven one of the year will be at Fremont Mills of Tabor, six and oh seven one. And uh, ranked number five in the eight-man football poll in District Eight play, it's Ottoman at five and one and six and two on the year. They will be at Caminitas three and three and five and three. Xavier Elkhorn Kimbleton at five and one seven and one, ranked number eight in the state of Iowa. Will be at Coon Rapids Baird, who had record at three and three four and four. West Harrison by Damian Old six zero oh, and eight will be at Glenn Ross three and three and five and three. Woodbine at four and two and four and four will be at Boyer Valley of Dunlap tonight in eight-man football action. Running through our eight-man top ten ranked team matchups here for eight-man football. We'll see number one, Arweva Weston at River Valley Correctionville. You got North, number two, North Kenneth at Rockford. HLV Victor is at number three, Iowa Valley. Number four, Don Bosco is at Riceville. Stanton is at number five, Fremont Mills. Lamoni at number six, Southeast Warren Liberty Center. Montezuma is at number seven, New London. Number eight, Xyra Ilkhorn Kimbleton is at Coon Rapids Baird. Number nine, Midland, Wyoming at Key of Lansing. Essential Locator is at number 10, Turkey Valley. So that's a look at all of your high school football games coming up for you tonight across the board. And we'll take a look at that full rundown. We'll run through that full schedule one more time for you here before we wrap things up on Football Friday Live. But we'll take another break. We'll take a quick break. And when we come back on Football Friday Live, we'll take a look at the college and pro football next for you. Here you are listening to Football Friday Live on the Foxman Sports Network. Listen to the Football Friday Live Saturday scoreboard show on the Fox Man Sports Network, hosted by Jeremy Fox. A recap of Friday night's high school football games, plus an inside look into the college football games involving Iowa teams, the NFL, and Canadian Football League games. Friday night scores in one place on the Football Friday Live Saturday scoreboard show on the Fox Man Sports Network. Time out! Okay, guys, Summers really had his bell rung and could have a concussion. I'm pulling him out for the game. Rodriguez, you're in for Summers. Come on, coach. It's just a ding. I'll shake it off. Yeah, he's tough. Plus, we need to win this to make the playoffs. Listen, we're a team and we need to look out for each other. Concussions are serious. No game is more important than your health. Take concussions out of play. If you're a coach, know the warning signs and never let athletes return to play before a healthcare professional says it's okay. A message from CDC. Each year, children and adults in the United States are struck by lightning while participating in or attending sporting events. Some of these people are killed and many more left to cope with permanent disabilities. These tragedies can be avoided. Remember, you are in danger from lightning if you can hear thunder. Learn more about lightning safety at www.lightningsafety.noaa.gov. Lightning kills, play it safe. This message is brought to you by the Iowa High School Athletic Association and your local National Weather Service office. You are listening to Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. Now back with Football Friday Live, here's your host, the Fox Man, Jeremy Fox. Welcome back to Football Friday Live here at the Fox Band Sports Network. I'm your host, Jeremy Fox. We've looked at all the high school football games, and now it's time to take a look at all those college football games going on for you. And a pair of college football games happened on Thursday night in college football, and one was happening in the Sunbelt Conference. It was between Georgia State and Arkansas State. Arkansas State got that victory 51-35, to so Arkansas State goes to 4-3 and on the year. And uh, record at uh, record at one and two in the uh, Sun Belt Conference. 
Georgia State will drop their record to 1-2 and two in conference play and at 2-5 and five on the year in the Sun Belt Conference. And also Stanford and the Cardinals won in the um, um, Pac-12 Conference. Stanford goes to 3-1 and one in conference play, 5-2 and two overall with a 20-13 win over Arizona State. Arizona State will drop their record to 1-3 and three in conference play and uh, a record at 3-4 and four on the season for uh, the... Uh, Arizona State Sun Devils in the college football land. So your game's coming up tonight in college football. We'll see the Mountain West Conference matchup between Colorado State Rams, who are 2-1 and one in the Mountain West Conference, and 3-4 and four at Boise State and the Broncos, who have a record on the year at 2-1 and one and 4-2. and two. The game's at 8 p.m. on ESPN2. And also tonight in the Mountain West Conference will be a matchup between the Air Force and Air Force and the Falcons at 0-3, 2-4. We'll be at UNLV and the Rebels are going 2-2-4 two and two and at 9 p.m. on the CBS Sports Network. In other big college football games coming up uh, this weekend, we'll start in the Big 12 Conference. Only a pair of Big 12 games. A lot of the Big 12 teams are idle this week. So only a pair of Big 12 games. One kicking off at 11 a.m. tomorrow on ABC will be Oklahoma and the Sooners 2-1 and 5-1. and one. Oklahoma ranked number 9 in the AP poll this week. And uh, they will be at TCU and the Horned Frogs at 1-2 and two, and at 3-3 three and three on the year for TCU and the Horned Frogs. The game will kick off at 11 a.m. on ABC. At 2.30 tomorrow on FS1 will be Kansas and the Wildcats, or Kansas and the Jayhawks at 0-3-2-4. They will be at Texas Tech and the Red Raiders, who happen to come in at a record at 2-1 two and 4-2 and 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 on the season. Big 12 teams that are idle this week include Oklahoma State and the Cowboys at 1-3 and 4-3. and, four and three. Kansas State and the Wildcats at one and three and at three and four. West Virginia and the Mountaineers at three and one and five and one. And it'd be Baylor Bears at two and two and four and three on the year. Baylor will be also idle along with Iowa State is two and two, three and three, and Texas at four and zero, six and one, and ranked number seven in college football. And will be idle this week in Big 12 conference play. In Big 10 conference play, there's seven games across the board in Big 10 conference play for the conference teams. It kicks off 11 a.m. tomorrow on ESPN2 when the Maryland Terrapins had recorded 2-1 in conference play, 4-2 on the year. will travel to take on the Iowa Hawkeyes. The Hawkeyes returning back home uh, as they are 2-1 in the Big 10 conference and 5-1 overall on the season. Kicking off at 11 a.m. tomorrow on Fox will be the Michigan Wolverines, who happen to be ranked number sixth in the college football land. They have a record of the year at 4-0 in conference play, and 6-1 of the season will be at Michigan State and the Spartans, who are 2-1 and 4-2. That game will be in East Lansing at 11 a.m. on Fox. 11 a.m. on BTN will be Northwestern and the Wildcats at 3-1 and 3-3. and Tomorrow, they'll be on the Rockers Scarlet Knights, who are 0-4 in conference play and 1-6 on the year. 11 a.m. tomorrow on Fox Sports 1 will be the Illinois Fighting Illini at 1-2 and 3-3 and at the uh, Wisconsin Badgers, who are ranked 23rd in college football at a record at 2-1 and 4-2 and and on the year. And at 2-30 tomorrow on ABC will be the Penn State Nittany Lions, who are 1-2 and 4-2. And, and, and the Penn State Nittany Lions are ranked number 18th in college football. They will be at the Indiana Hoosiers, who are 1-3 and 4-3 and and on the year. And in BTN at 2.30 tomorrow will be Minnesota and the Golden Gophers, who are 0-3 and 3-3. And and we have the winless Nebraska Cornhuskers, who are ranked in 0-4 and 0-6. And, and the final game in the Big Ten Conference will be at 6.30 tomorrow on ABC with the number two-ranked Ohio State Buckeyes with a record on the uh, season at 4-0 center. Now they will be at Purdue and the Boilermakers, who have a record at 2-1 and 3-3 and and 
Austin. I did forget to mention the Iowa Hawkeyes ranked number 19th in this week's AP football poll. So the Iowa Hawkeyes, 2019th ranked to play the Maryland Terrapins at home. We'll see what the Iowa Hawkeyes can do. Uh, returning back home after a pair of games on the road for the Hawkeyes. Way back at home uh, uh, tomorrow at Stadium, so I'm sure it'll be a ruckus place there. Missouri Valley Conference of football now in the Missouri Valley Conference kicking off tomorrow at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. The Western Wyoming Lederachs, who are 1-2-2-4, and, two and, two and four, that are at Missouri State, and the Bears, who come into record at 2-1 and one and 4-2 and two on the year. Also kicking off tomorrow at 2 o'clock in the afternoon will be the Anna State Sycamores, who's on 3-2-4. and four. We'll be at the Salukis of Southern Illinois, who's on 3-1-5. and one and five. Kicking off at 2-3 tomorrow will be the Illinois State Redbirds. The Redbirds ranked 8th in the country at 2-1-5-1 and, one and, five and one of the year. And the They'll be taking on the number one ranked. Uh, they'll be taking on the number one ranked team in the Stats FCS football poll, the Bison of North Dakota State, who come into the record at 3-0 and 6-0 oh and and oh on the season. Kicking off at 4 o'clock tomorrow afternoon from the Unity Dome at Cedar Falls will be the second-ranked team in the uh, Stats FCS football poll, the Jackrabbits of South Dakota State, who come into the record at 2-1 and one and 4-1 and one on the year, and they will be playing at the UNI Panthers, who are ranked number 25 in this week's Stats FCS poll, and the Panthers are at 2-1 and 3-3 and three and three on the year. And at 5 o'clock tomorrow will be the Coyotes of South Dakota, who come into the record at 2-1 and 3-3, and, three and, three, and the Coyotes will be at Youngstown State and the Penguins, who are 1-2 and two, and at 2-4 and four in Missouri Valley Conference play. In the Pioneer Football League action tomorrow will be at 11 a.m. will be the San Diego, who's 3-0 and 4-2, and and will be at the Butler Bulldogs, who are 1-2 and 3-3. Two, and at three and three. you got Davidson at 2-2, 5-2, two and two, will be at Marist, who's at 2-1 two and 2-4 and and at 12 p.m. tomorrow. Also at 12 p.m. tomorrow, you've got Jacksonville, uh, who's 0-3 and 1-4. And and Jacksonville will be at Stetson, who's 2-1 and 4-1. And, 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 and at 1 o'clock tomorrow will be Valparaiso at 1-2, 1-5 and, and, and Moorhead State, who has a record at 1-2 and 2-4. And and Drake Bulldogs at 2-1 and 3-2 and and will be in the Dayton Flyers tomorrow at 2-2 two and 3-4 two and and at noon tomorrow in the Pioneer Football League. In the Northern Sun Intercollegiate Conference Division II football now, You've got games coming up tomorrow. Minnesota Crooks, that'll be at Corncadia St. Paul at noon tomorrow. Also tomorrow at 1 o'clock, you've got U. Mary at Augustana. You've got Minnesota Duluth at Winona State. Also, you've got Minnesota State at Bemidji State, Wednesday at Minot State. At 2 o'clock tomorrow, you get Sioux Falls at MSU Moorhead. At 5 p.m., you got Northern State at Southwest Minnesota State. Of course, the Upper Iowa Peacocks, who are 3-4 and four in the year, in the Northern Sun Intercollegiate Conference of Football, they will be at St. Cloud State tomorrow, who's 5-2 and two on the year, and the final crossover game of the divisions in the Northern Sun Intercollegiate Conference of Football. And, of course, you can listen to that game. Of course, Upper Iowa is the only Division II, NCAA Division II school in the state of Iowa, I should say, uh, for the Upper Iowa Peacocks. So you can listen to that game. By the way, you can watch or listen to the game anyways online. You can go to Upper Iowa Peacocks uh, and their uh, – sports website and uh, find a way you can listen to the game out there. I know Joe Stacy, the call, of course, Joe Stacy, the, the voice of the Iowa Barnstormers last several years, also calls up Iowa Peacock football during the fall and does a tremendous job with that. So you can listen to up Iowa Peacock football tomorrow if you want to do that. In the uh, Division Three football now, we go to the American Rivers Conference, and it's be at 1 o'clock tomorrow. We'll be at Loris College, who happen to be at 3-1 and 4-2. We'll be at Simpson College, and the Storm is 3-1 and 4-2 and on the year. You've got University of Dubuque at three and one and four and two. We have Buena Vista University is on five and one and six. Luther College and the Norse at one and three, one and five. And Crasta Wesley who's on five and one and six. Central College and the Dutch five and zero seven and zero. Ranked number twentieth in the FCA 
Coaches Division Three football poll. And you look at this one in Central College and the Dutch, who will be going to take on the Warburg Knights, who are three and one and four and two on the year. Co College and the Cohawks, two and three and three and four, are the team idle this week in America River Conference of Football. In the Midwest Conference of Football now, it'll be Lake Forest College. Uh, Lake Forest at 2-0 and in the Midwest Conference and 4-2 and on the year. Will be at Grinnell College, who's 0-2 and 1-5 and and at Rosenblum Field there in uh, Grinnell tomorrow at noon. At 1 o'clock tomorrow, we get Cornell College at 0-2, 2-4 and and at Monmouth of Illinois College at 2-0 and 5-1 and tomorrow. Also, other games in the Midwest Conference, we'll see University of Chicago at Bloit College, Illinois College at Knox College, McLeister College at Ripon College, and St. Norbert at Lawrence University. In the Upper Midwest Athletic Conference, they've got a game time coming up tonight between Martin Luther and Northwestern uh, Minnesota tonight in uh, the Upper Midwest Athletic Conference football. But coming up tomorrow, we'll see Ground at Greenville, Minnesota Morris at Westminster, and Thomas Moore at St. Saliska all at noon. And you've got Iowa Westland and the Tigers. And Iowa Westland at 1-3, 1-5 will be at McMurray tomorrow, who's 4-0 and 4-1 on the season. And moving on now to NAIA football and the Great Plains Athletic Conference of football. You've got the number one ranked team in NAIA football, Morningside and the Mustangs. We come into the record at 5-0, 7-0 in the year. They will be at Northwestern uh, Iowa, who's ranked third in the country at 5-0, 6-0 tomorrow, 1 o'clock in the afternoon in Orange City. That would be a good game in NAIA football action. You've got Briarcliff kicking off with a record at 3-2 and and at 5-2. And, and Briarcliff will kick off against Doan tomorrow with a record of 2-3 and 3-3. And and it'll be Jamestown of North Dakota, 1-4, We'll be at Dork College tomorrow. It's 3-2 and 4-2. And, and, and uh, that'll be our Iowa teams. While the other two games, we'll see Dakota Westland at Midland, Hastings at Corncadia. In the Heart of America Athletic Conference of NAI football, you've got a matchup a pair of Iowa squads tomorrow as Graceland University, who's 0-1 in divisional play and 0-7 on the year, will be picking on the Grandview Vikings tomorrow who's 1-0 and 5-1, ranked number 7 in the NAIA football poll tomorrow. The game will be at Williams Stadium kicking off at noon tomorrow. Also, our other Iowa school is William Penn, and the statesman of William Penn will be playing a game tomorrow at Lacey Sports Complex in Oskaloosa when they uh, come into the record at 1-0 in divisional play and 3-4 and in the year. They'll be playing at Peru State, who's 0-1 in division play and 2-5 and on the year. Also in Heartland American Athletic Conference of Football, you got Benedictine at Culver Stockton. Benedictine, of course, ranked number 11 in the country. Culver Stockton uh, be a good matchup tomorrow. You've got Mid American Nazarene at number six is Evangela tomorrow, and you got Missouri Valley at Central Methodist, and of course Baker Kansas, the 16th ranked in the NIA football, have the week off this week in Heart American Athletic Conference of Football. You got Mid State Football Association football now tomorrow. You've got a matchups here. As we go through these ones, St. Francis of Illinois will be at Olivia Nazarene, Trinity International at Robert Morris, Illinois, Indiana Wesleyan at Seattle Heights, Missouri Baptist at St. Francis of Indiana, Lawrence Tech in Northern Michigan, Taylor at Lindenwood, Bellevue, Concadia, Michigan at Marion of Indiana, while St. Xavier coming in tomorrow's ballgame, St. Xavier at record at 2-0 and at 5-3 on the year, will be at the St. Edinburgh Bees. The Bees coming to the record at 1-0 and 4-2 on the year. They'll be playing that game tomorrow at uh, the... Uh, Brady Street Stadium in Davenport tomorrow for a kickoff there. And it's St. Xavier, by the way, ranked number 24th in uh, the NAI football poll out of the Midwest League of the Mid-State Football Association. 
in the North Star Athletic Association. It'll be presentation with a record at 2-2 two and 4-3 two and and on the year. And presentation will be at Waldorf and the Warriors record at 3-1 three and 4-3-4 and four, three and four on the year. You got Valley City at Dickinson State and Dakota State at Maysville State tomorrow as well. And of course, presentation Waldorf will kick off at one o'clock tomorrow afternoon. In the Iowa Community College Athletic Conference and the Kansas JI Community College Conference, our final Iowa Community College Athletic Conference game of the year will meet up uh, in the regular season, anyways, because the, the rest of the games will be basically playing against Kansas squads. As at noon tomorrow will be the Ellsworth Community College Panthers. The Panthers of Ellsworth will be at Iowa Central Community College for a game kicking off tomorrow at noon at Dodger, City, uh, Dodger Stadium in Fort Dodge. You've got other college football games. You've got Highland Community College, ranked 14th in the country. They'll be at number two, Garden City Community College. you got Hutchinson Community College, ranked number fourth in the country. They'll be at Dodge City Community College this week. You've got Coffeeville, Kansas Community College. will be at Independence Community College. They'll be coaching without their head coach. Their coach was suspended after being ejected from last week's game against Iowa Western. Butler Community College, uh, of course, 13th in the country, will be at Fort Scott Community College. You've got Carthage College at College of DuPage coming up on Sunday at noon. The Iowa Western Reavers are ranked number third in the country with a record at 2-0 in conference play. And at 6-1 on the year, the Iowa Western Reavers will be idle this week in junior college football. So they get a nice hefty week off for them. And can't complain about having a week off, And I think, in community college football. And Iowa Western and the Reavers get the week off this week as well. On it to the NFL and the CFL now. And in the National Football League, the Denver Broncos picked up a Thursday night win last night in the National Football League with a 45-10 win over the Arizona Cardinals. So the Broncos go to 3-4 and four on the year. The Arizona Cardinals will drop to 1-6 on the season. Games will kick off on Sunday with a 9.30 a.m. Eastern time. It's 8.30 Central kickoff time. Between the Tennessee Titans and the Los Angeles Chargers, Tennessee Titans, of course, coming to the record at uh, three and three on the year, and the Chargers are at record at four and two on the year. That game will be from Wembley Stadium in London, England, the second of three games uh, from London, England. Getting games kicking off at noon will be the New England Patriots taking on the Chicago Bears. The Patriots are four and two. The Bears are three and two on the year. The Buffalo Bills at a record at two and four will take on the Indianapolis Colts, who record at one and five. You got the Houston Texans at three and three. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars at three and three. You've got a, the D Detroit Lions at two and three. Will be at the Miami Dolphins, who are four and two. You got Minnesota Vikings at three, two and one. Will be at the New York Jets, who's three and three. The Carolina Panthers at three and two. Will be at the Philadelphia Eagles, who's three and three. The Cleveland Browns at two and three and one will be at the Tennessee, uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at two and three. The games kicking off at three o'clock in the afternoon will be the New Orleans Saints at four and one will be at the Baltimore Ravens who are four and two. The Dallas Cowboys at three and three will be at the Washington Redskins who's three and two. The Los Angeles Rams at six and zero oh will be at the San Francisco 49ers who are one and five. And your Sunday night game of the week will be the Cincinnati Bengals at four and two at the Kansas City Chiefs, who are five and one. Your Monday night game will be the New York, New York Giants at a record at one and five, and the Atlanta Falcons at two and four on this season for them. And then that includes the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are one of the teams that get a week off, as well as the Oakland Raiders, Seattle Seahawks, um, all getting a week off as well. The Green Bay Packers. 
or the uh, teams getting the the week off in the National Football League. And, of course, week uh, number eight will kick off with a game between the Miami Dolphins and the Houston Texans on Thursday. And then you have your 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 Sunday games in week eight will kick off with a game in London, England again. It'll be the Philadelphia Eagles and, and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that game will be on the NFL Network. They will have their uh, normal Sunday crew that does uh, NFL game day uh, morning on uh, – on the NFL Network uh, with Rich Eisen, Steve Mariucci, um, Kurt Warner, Michael Irvin will call the game. And on the sideline, of course, they will have Melissa Stark on, on the sideline as well as Peter Schrager. So some good coverage there in that one. On to the Canadian Football League. And, boy, they're they're crunching it down. It's, there's only three weeks left of the regular season, including this week in the CFL. And they'll get games underway tonight with Friday Night Games in Ottawa, or in Ottawa and also in uh, Vancouver. In Ottawa, you've got the Hamilton Tiger Cats at 8-7 and seven out of the year, taking on the Ottawa Red Blacks at 8-7 and seven for the divisional lead in the East Division. That game kicks off at 6 o'clock. Well, at 9 o'clock tonight, it will be the Edmonton Eskimos at 8-8, eight and eight, taking on the BC Lions at 8-7 on the year. Games coming up tomorrow in the CFL will be at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. The Montreal Alouettes at 3-12, and 12, taking on the Argos. The Toronto Argonauts at 3-12. And, and at 6 o'clock tomorrow will be the Saskatchewan Roughfighters at 10-6, and six, taking on the Calgary Stampeders, who are 12-3. And, and that means the Winnipeg Blue Bombers get their final bye week of the season in the CFL. So, always having, always exciting, always things uh, looking at the CFL, but taking those times off as well. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back here in Football Friday Live, we'll come back, run through that high school football schedule one more time of all the high school football games coming up tonight in class, uh, across the state of Iowa, and we'll get our final thoughts when we come back here on Football Friday Live right here on the Foxman Sports Network. There's a shortage of high school officials in almost every sport. In some communities, the shortage is critical, and high school games are either being postponed or canceled. Coming to high school officials, the easiest call you'll ever make. High school officials protect the integrity of the games our kids love to play by demonstrating qualities like honesty, objectivity, consistency, courage, and common sense. They have the opportunity to help teenagers learn life lessons that will benefit them for a lifetime. As veteran officials continue to retire, new officials have an opportunity to make a huge difference in the lives of hundreds of young people every year. Consider the many benefits of becoming a high school official. One, you'll make a role model for a youth in your community. Two, it's a great way to stay in good physical condition. Three, the hours are flexible. Four, you'll earn an extra income. And five, you'll expand your network of friends and have fun. Make the right call. Become a high school official. Go to highschoolofficials.com. This message is in partnership of the Iowa High School Athletic Association, the Iowa Girls High School Athletic Union, and the National Federation of State High School Associations. You are listening to Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. Now back with Football Friday Live, here's your host, the Fox Man, Jeremy Fox. Welcome you back to Football Friday Live here on the Fox Man Sports Network, and I am your host, Jeremy Fox, for the Final time here and uh, week number nine of the high school football season is we're going to run through that high school football schedule for you. If you missed the score from earlier in our Thursday night game uh, this week was Bendorf getting a 28-7 to win over Davenport Central. Bendorf clinches up the District 5 championship with the win over Davenport Central. So game coming up tonight in class uh, across the board. Let's start with class 4A anyways. In District 1 again, Ankeny at Sioux City East. Des Moines-Lincoln is at Des Moines-Hoover. 
Susan North and Dowling Catholic in District 2 plays. Dwayne Roosevelt at Southeast Polk. Fort Dodge at Marshalltown. Sioux City West at Ankeny Centennial. District 3, Cedar, Cedar Falls at Cedar Rapids Prairie. Cedar Rapids Jefferson at Dubuque Senior. Dubuque Hempstead is at Waterloo West. District 4, it's Iowa City High at Iowa City West. Linmar at Pleasant Valley. And it'll be Muscatine at Davenport North. In District 5, it is Cedar Rapids Kennedy at Burlington. Davenport West at Cedar Rapids Washington. In District 6 play, it's Indianola at Des Moines East. Johnson is at Waukee. And Mason City at Ottumwa. In District 7 play, it's Council Bluffs Thomas Jefferson at Council Bluffs Abraham Lincoln. Urbandale is at Ames and Valley West Des Moines at Des Moines North. In Class 3A, District 1, it's Bishop Heelan Catholic of Sioux City at Spencer. Lamars is at Denison Slushwick, and it's Sarnet Bluff Luton at Storm Lake. In District 2, it's Dallas Center Grimes at Carroll. Perry is at Humboldt and Webster City at Boone. In District 3, it's Charles City at Waverly Shellrock. Independence at Decorah. Waterloo East at Western Debu West Delaware of Manchester. In District 4 action, it's Emperor Western Dubuque at McCoggin. Wallet County of Dubuque at Center Point Urbana. And Cedar Rapids Xavier is at Marion. In District 5, it's Devonport Assumption at North Scott. It's Clear Creek Amanda at Central DeWitt, and it'll be Iowa City Liberty at Clinton. And District 6 is Fairfield at Solon. Fort Madison at Keokuk, and Washington is at Mount Pleasant. And District 7 is Grinnell at Pella, Knoxville at Newton, and Oskaloosa at South Tima. And District 8, Bonner at Farrar at Carlisle. Gilbert is at Norwalk and North Polk of Alabama at Ballard. And District 9, it'll be A.D. Mandel at Lewis Central, Glenwood at Crescent Ray Maxburg. Harlan is at Winterset. Class 2A, District 1, is Boyden Hall Rock Valley at Sioux Center. Central Line Rock Rapids at Shelton, Okabundy Milford at MLC Floyd Valley. In District 2, it's Algona at Southeast Valley. It is Clary Goodford Dallas at Esterville Lake at Central. It's Garnet Adventure at Spear Lake. In District 3, it's Clear Lake at Iowa Fold of Alden and Forest City at Crested Cresco. Hampton Dubon at New Hampton. In District 4, it's Anamosa at Owine, Monticello at Columbus, Catholic, and Waterloo. North Fayette Valley will be at Wacon. In District 5, it'll be Louis Mustine at Mount Vernon, Tipton at West Liberty, and West Burlington at Comanche. In District 6, Albia at Mid Prairie Woman, Davis County, Bloomfield at Central Lee of Donaldson, Williamsburg at Eddyville, Beckwith, Fremont. In District 7, it's Nevada at Roland Story, Story City. Union LaPorte City is at West Marshall, and it's Vinton Shellsburg at Benton Community. In District Number 8, it's Centerville at PCM Monroe, Clark of Osceola at Sheraton, and Des Moines Christian at St. L. In District 9, it's Kemper County of Carroll at Shenandoah, OAPCIG at Green County, Red Oak at Olenek. In Class 1A football, it'll be in District 1, it's Emmitsburg at Southwest Suhawarnan, Unity Christian Orange City at Shibley Oichita, West Line of Enwood at Western Christian of Hall. In District 2 play, South Hamilton will get a forfeit victory over Eagle Grove. South Battered will be at Ogden, and South Central Calhoun will be at Pocahontas area. In District 3 play, it will be Lake Mills at Denver, North Butler at Sumner Fredericksburg, and Osage at Appleton Parkersburg. District 4, Bell Bellevue at Cascade Western Dubuque, North Cedar Stanwood at Northeast Goose Lake, West Branch at Beckman County of Dyersville. District 5, Cerny Kilda at Minneapolis, Van Buren Community at Wilton, Wapolo at Columbus Community, Columbus Junction. District 6 is Dyke, New Hartford at Iowa City, Virginia. Jessup at East Mills, uh, sorry, East Marshall, uh, North Lentroy Mills at South Harden. In District 7 is Interstate 35 at Toro on Pella Christian. Pleasantville at Woodward Academy and Woodward Granger at Colfax Mingo. In District 8, it's ACGC at Mount Air, Panorim Panora at West Central Valley of Stewart, Van Meter at Clarinda. In District 9, it's East South County at MLVAOCOU. 
Missouri Valley at Underwood, and trainer is at Cherokee at Washington. In Class A football, GMG will get a forfeit victory over Starmont in non-district play. So in district play, though, in Class A football, it'll be Akron Westfield at Marcus Marion, Claycorn, Remsen Union, Carlton Levin, Sanborn at Galen, Catagamola, Mars, Hinton is at St. LeBron and Paulina. In District 2 play, it's IQ Mini at Ridgeview. It's Manor North Webster at St. Eminent at Fort Dodge. Sioux Central Sioux Rapids at Alto Aurelia. District 3 play, it's Bishop Gagan of Algona at Gathering Trail. North Union at West Fergus Sheffield and West Hancock at Britt at Belmont Clemmie. District 4 at Central Springs at St. Ansgard. Nashville Plainfield at Postville. Newman Kentucky City at Southwest Sheik of Calabar. District 5 at Alburnette at MFL Marmack. Edward Colesburg at Clayton Ridge Guttenberg. Lisbon at Bakuda Valley of Delhi. District 6 Bell Plain at Highland Riverside. Carnival Olden at PGM of Brooklyn. Durant at Pekin. In District 7 is Hudson at East Buchanan Winthrop. North Tama is at BCW. Wapsie Valley at Grundy Center. In District 8 is Grandview Christian School at North Madison to Sheeran. Linville Soy at Marshall St. Mary's. Wayne Corden at Central Decatur of Leon. In District 9 play, it's Earlham at Nottoway Valley. Hudson Valley at Riverside of Oakland. St. Albert of Council Bluffs at AHSTW. District 10, it'll be Tri-Center Neola at Logan Magnolia. West Monona at Westwood Woodbury Central Mobile. Westwood Sloan at Lawton Bronson. Eight-man football now. It's Arweva Westside at River Valley Correctionville. Clay, Clay Central of Everly at St. Mary's Remsen. Kingsley Pearson at Harris Lake Park. West Bend Mallard at New Old Fonda. District 2, Don Bosco is at Riceville. Dunkerton at Tripola. North Iowa Buffalo Center at Drainsville. From the Kennedy at Rockford. District 3 at Central Locator at Turkey Valley Junction. Eastern Valley at West Central Maynard. Midland, Wyoming at Key of Lansing. Springville at Central City. District 4, it's HLV at Victor at Iowa Valley Marengo. Lone Tree at English Valley North English. Montezuma at New London, Tri-County Thornburg at Waco, Wayland, and I'd be Winfield Mount Union getting an idol this week in District 4 play. District 5, it's AWSR at Twin Center Bussy, Collins Maxwell at Melcher Dallas, Colonesco at Gladbrook Rainbeck, Muskwaki Settlement School at Baxter. District 6, Lomoni at Southeast Warren Liberty Center, Moravia at Lenox, Murray at Mormon Trail, Gardner Grove, Seymour is at East Union of Afton. District 7, it's Bedford at Griswold, East Mills at Essex, Sydney at Clarion, Clarinda Academy, Stanton and Fremont Mills of Tabor. District 8, it's Ottoman at Caminita. Exciter Oakland Kimbleton at Cooter Evans Baird. West Harrison Mondamian at Glenn Ralston. Woodbine at Boyer Valley Dunlap tonight in eight-man football action. Now, of course, our games of the week we chose. Our games of the week here are, of course, Football Fire Live Fox uh, here on Fox Man Sports Network. Games of the week in Class 4, it is co-games of the week. You got number two, Cedar Falls, at number nine, Cedar Rapids Prairie. And number six, Johnson, at number eight, Waukee. And 3A, only one, at Davenport Assumption, at number four, North Scott. And 2A, it's a pair of games there as well. Number three, Algona, at number seven, Southeast Valley. And number six, Union in Laporte City, at number 10, West Marshall. And in 1A, it'll be number eight, Interstate 35, at number 10, Pellet Christian. And in Class A, it's number nine, West Hancock, at number six, Belmont Coming. And in A-man football, it's HL via Victor, at Iowa Valley of Marengo for our games of the week. So that means we get everything set up through the nine weeks of the high school football season. And after all the games are completed tonight, we'll have the playoff teams. So we'll know who's going to make the playoffs, whether it's district champions or who gets in on RPI at-large bids. And I think what's interesting is when we look at the at-large bids here, when we look at Class 4A, they have seven districts, so that means they'll have the seven district champions. Plus, that means they'll go to eight at-large bids. Now, anybody that ties for district title, which I don't think there's going to be any district title or district titles tied in uh, class 4A football. So we're going to have outright district champions, and that means we'll have eight at-large teams 
in Class 4A football. I think the biggest question with Class 4A football is how the teams will be seated up and how will they be paired. Will they will we no longer have the East-West uh, situation that we've had in the last uh, for many, many years in Class 4A football? We basically separated them East and West. You basically had the East side and you basically had the West side. And usually it was Dowling or Valley who came out of the West side, even back in the day. Now you can say maybe Centennial's in that mix. Over on the west side, or on the east side, you had Cedar Falls, Bentendorf, all those squads trying to compete and, and trying to make it to the Dome. Will we have at that, or will we have crossover there? It'll be interesting to see how that, that pans out for the pairings there. 3A has nine districts, and they this as well as Class 2A uh, and Class 1A, they all have nine districts. So they will have the nine district champions, and that means there will be only seven at-large spots available. And we talk about a couple of the districts in Class 2A. There could potentially be a tie. Speaking of one tie, we could have a three-way tie if West Marshall beats Union LaPorte City tomorrow and Benton Community Van Horn wins. We have a three-way tie in that district there, and all three of those teams would make the playoffs based on the district ties. So we could see teams not make the playoffs, even though they have good records, because we have those three-way ties in some of the districts there. Uh, through uh, 3A and on down to 1A that have nine districts. Then we get to Class A football. They have 10 districts, so they have 10 district champions, and they only have six at-large spots, so that could be interesting there. And then we get back down to eight-man football, and they have eight district champions, uh, and they will have ultimately eight at-large bids to get in the playoffs. So we know the at-large bids will be determined based on RPI rankings, but again, remember, if the team is tied for district championships and ultimately a multiple-team tie, then we could have a situation where those teams are taking bids away from other teams. So we'll see how this pans out, and, and uh, it could be interesting to see who will make the playoffs or not there. But uh, certainly there. Uh, we'll have all that for you, of course. We'll have all that stuff for you coming up there. But that's a look at all the high school football games, college football games involving the Iowa teams, the NFL and CFL games this weekend. And we have football scores from tonight. Tomorrow on the Football Friday Live Saturday scoreboard show, we'll also have a special edition of Football Friday Live to reveal the high school football playoff pairings for round number one. Uh, and that will be coming up there. Uh, we'll do that sometime this weekend. Not sure if that will be uh, tomorrow afternoon. On, uh, you know, a After we do our scoreboard show in the uh, morning, we'll do all those stuff tomorrow afternoon. We're not, we're not sure about that, but we'll do We'll do that, and we'll get everything up here for Football Fire Live in our special edition, playoff edition anyways, to look at all the first-round playoff matchups there across the board. But we thank you very much for joining us, and we hope you get out and enjoy some great football under the lights, and then come back and join us on Football Friday Live here on the Fox Man Sports Network. I'm Jeremy Fox saying so long and enjoy some football. Thanks for listening to Football Friday Live on the Fox Man Sports Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.